Welcome to Happy Today podcast. This is a podcast for those who want to improve service experience of internal services. If you use ServiceNow or other enterprise service management system, then this is for you. In this episode, experience management is more like way of working. So how you do things, how you focus on the change, how you focus on the experience of end users, the value of your services. Hey, welcome to this episode of Happy Today podcast. Today's topic is that it's not about agreements. So in the early episode, we were talking with Sami that what are the difference between SLAs and XLAs? But Sami, what is really the difference between XLA and experience management? So I would say the XLA still are focusing on, on the agreement. So what you agree to do and yes, important, but experience management is more like way of working. Yeah. So how you do things, how you focus on the change, how you focus on the experience of end users, the value of your services. And I think that's definitely a big difference. Okay, yes, you can have both. So you can have mm-hmm. an agreement focus on experiences and the value of the services, but still the way of working and, and the way of thinking with the people is more valuable. Or that way how you get really things done. Yeah, I think it's still like the experience management is the one that changes the culture, changes the way of working. Yeah. And actually, it's maybe the practical part of our practical guide to excellence. And, and it's, it's agreements are needed to make sure something doesn't go wrong. Yeah. It's for controlling purposes. And, and when focusing on something positive and developing, if that is really the core of your, what you do, that you focus on the agreement and delivering what the agreement says, kind of that feels like, and you have that for five years or something, yeah. it just kills the development rather than, than motivates people to really try things. Yes, you have to have targets, but kind of the agreement word is a bit negative because that's yeah. the minimum level always that you have in agreements. And sure. that's not... So I hope... And some companies will find a way how to really describe the XLAs even in the agreements as a way of working. Yeah. So what you really agree is that you have these things you do. And then it starts to be experience management and XLAs start to be really the same thing. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Because sometimes agreements like we were discussing in, in, a, in another another podcast that like when COVID hit, people go to go to uh, remote working, if the agreements would have been like like you know, you couldn't yeah. change the agreement, then probably people couldn't have laptops at their house and they couldn't take the office chairs to their, to their home and, and things like that. Yeah. But now when, when people saw that actually uh, just making sure that people have great experiences is much more important than following these, these agreements. Exactly. But yeah, yeah, I agree that agreements have their place, but then uh, what does experience management look like? What does it really mean? So we are dividing that to four different areas. So to be able to do experience management, you first have to, to understand the end users. So measure them, measure how they feel about your services and really start to gather that experience data. Yeah. Uh, you can do that, of course, with different, different tools and different uh, ways. And, and you should do it in different ways. So also always have this kind of one-to-one discussions with the, with the end users to get more depth sure. information. Yeah. But measure is the first one. Then sharing. Because we talked in the earlier episode about that SLAs are fact-based. Yeah. This is feeling-based. 
But if you don't even share that feeling-based information to all people who could influence it, the results and help and you just be more happy, uh, then you are, I would say, directly only having that because mm. you want to reach certain target because of the agreement. Yeah. So the first step after gathering the data is to make sure that everybody who could use the data or who you think should be using it, yeah. you should be making sure they will continuously follow up what are the scores. But I think the core of experience management still is is the identifying. Mm. So identifying those areas what you could do better. So again, not satisfied with that one score that yes, we are in high level and, and nothing needs to be done. Always there is areas that you should be doing better. So finding from all the services we are delivering, those ones per one portal, for example, that let's focus on these things now. But that is our problem. So yeah. end users are not happy for our chatbot. Yeah. Or they are not happy with, with certain applications. Or the way we communicate. Yeah, or we don't understand our our kind of agents are not understanding Salesforce, so they cannot yeah. help the end users in that area. Or whatever is your problem. But you select your fights and you really kind of start with one thing, okay. Now we have a problem. And and for me I'm very often quite worried when people start to talk about innovation in a way that mm. we have this innovation process and, and we are gathering ideas from everywhere. For what? Yeah. Yeah. Real innovation is that now when you recognize the problem area, you really use your brain power to solve that in a way that it ends up in a better benefit. Yeah. So and especially today when everything gets so agile and we do so many things and we are firefighting all the time. I think that's really the practical thing for service owner, IT directors, to actually being able to now using experience management to focus on one thing, make that improve that one, show the value, then take the next one again, show the value. Like where are you focusing your budget and your resources when yeah. you cannot do everything that happens all the time? Yeah. And the kind of yeah. the very very lovely thing in the experience management or understanding entities is that the thing what you are managing can be merge. Yeah. It can be that you changed your services provider yeah. or it can be one change in your continuous service improvement process. Yeah. So all these should have an influence and they're all influencing the same thing, end user experience. So you have to understand the end user experience from very different aspects yeah. and really start to understand what is making the end users happier. Yeah. And then you start to have kind of a good flow there because then the last part in how we see experience management is the improved part. Yeah. And of course, this goes around. Measure, share, identify, improve. Yeah, and, and at that point when you improve, then I think you also need to set the target level again. So yeah. maybe you improved like now some channels, so you made your, your self-service portal better. So it's not like, like now we are done. Now we just put the target on that one a little bit higher. Uh, maybe it was different than it was with the, with the chatbot. We started with chatbot, we are learning. So we start from somewhere, we try to make incremental improvements and make it better all the time. Yeah, that's, and it's and the thing that quite often is forgotten. I think Asa Munkshire talked about this in, in the webinar that we had with them, that what is really great thing about experience management is that it really start be more motivating for the IT staff as well. True. So when you're having a small or big project changes or real big projects, 
then the team knows why they are doing that yeah. and what is their value, what is the purpose of that project. Yeah. And that really changes. It's not the close ticket. It's not to do that and that. It is to help the end users to get more motivated. And that really started to be like, ah, I did that. Yeah. And, and that's a thing that quite often is forgotten when you think about we are focusing on the end user. In fact, you can think about from the IT, if you are running an IT team, you are really helping to run your own team with a better motivation. And this at the time of COVID. Now, when everybody's working from home, if they know that this is the purpose what I'm doing this, yeah. you have a much more motivated yeah, team. Yeah, everybody and, can yeah. get the focus that, okay, this is why I'm waking up now, uh, go to my workroom or kitchen table and start working on improving this stuff. And then at work at home now, you are not always getting tasks from your manager like yeah. detail level. Yeah. But you still are able to work in an efficient way because now you know why we are doing ah you don't you do the small decisions on your own yeah. much easier yeah. again much more motivating for the employee because he now knows that hey I can do this yeah. and that's so but yeah I think uh, that probably like gives the summary of, of why what is the difference between XLA and experience management and uh, if you want to learn more you can go to our website read our practical guide to XLAs and uh, thank you for this episode. As we say in happy today, uh, stay happy and stay safe.